sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales. Give your throat a treat. Take a dime from the bird. Now you all know the word. Hello again out there in Birdland. It's Jensen Tebbets along with the... Chip Darmstadt. The end of August, believe it or not. Mm. Well, not quite the end, but we're getting there. A little bit left. We got a little bit left, but we're getting there. Um, but yes, uh, the end of August, again, um, had some decent weather this week. Still a little bit of dry in some parts, though. People looking for a little bit of rain for the fields and gardens, etc. It's been hit yeah. or miss, hit or miss. Yeah. Keep watering. Yeah, should I water the garden? Or mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess this time of year, there's a little less need for the watering of the garden. But yeah, could, some rain would be good. You bet. And um, again, shorebirds. Uh, some neat shorebirds uh, flying through. We're going to be talking about some uh, birding events coming up, maybe the second half of the show. But uh, we're going to talk about some shorebirds. What are you thinking? You know, this time of year, uh, uh, in August, things get a little quiet out in Birdland. Um, you know, a lot of birds are um, have fledged young and they're busy feeding babies. Um, there's some early signs of migration, some warblers starting to move. But I, I think for me, August is shorebird season, August and September. Um, so I'm often, uh, if I'm trying to figure out where I want to go birding on a particular day, I'm often looking for spots where there might be shorebirds, which isn't easy in Vermont, <laughs> you know, especially uh, central Vermont or like almost all state. Uh, you know, it, in the Champlain Valley, it's a little easier. Uh, the Dead Creek area, um, almost anywhere along the, the lakeshore where there's mudflats or sandbars. Um, the causeway out to the islands is a great spot for shorebirds. Delta Park is maybe one of the best spots. And then there's spots along the Connecticut River Valley as well. But it's, yeah, it's, it takes some hunting to find shorebirds in Vermont, but but it's really worth it. Uh, they're really cool birds. Not always easy to identify, but really, really fun to watch. And we wanted to talk about um, phalaropes, right? Uh, and we actually have some? Yeah, I've got one right next to me right now. No. Uh, we, we've never talked about phalaropes, I don't think, ever on this show. So I thought, you know, it's time. We're long overdue for a conversation about phalaropes. Uh, so uh, first of all, they're hard to see in Vermont. They're one of the scarcer shorebirds in Vermont. And by shorebirds, you know, we're, we're talking sandpipers. This includes yellow legs, towichers, the peak sandpipers. And it, it includes phalaropes, um, although they are really... Uh, an odd, I won't say odd duck. They're they're really odd, are odd birds. And I think in the past they were even considered their own family, distinct from sandpipers. Um, a couple things about them: it, uh, one is the females are always bigger than the males, and they're more brightly colored, which is very unusual in the bird world. But the males are usually uh, a um, well, always a duller toned down version of the females. Beautiful plumages um, and the males do the incubate the eggs they feed the young 
Uh, once the, the eggs are laid by the female, she takes off and the male does all the uh, chick rearing. So again, another unique feature of, of phalaropes. I, I don't know of any other bird that, that does that. There's probably some, but do you know of any answer? I don't. I was just thinking about maybe the, the plumage though, the, the kingfisher, right? That's, that's one where the, isn't the female have the red breast, is that right? Or the rusty breast? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what they're. I, my guess is that both male and female, in that case, you know, feed the young. Um, but yeah, I don't know of any other other birds where the female. You know, then in hawks and owls, the females are often larger than the males. Um, but in terms of plumage, it, it's really it's really special. Um, and there's probably other birds where the male does a lot of, of uh, maybe exclusively tends to the young. I think that might be the case for tinamous in the tropics. Anyway, I think that makes them, them really cool birds. They look really striking. They have this thin, um, on two species, there's three species you could see here in Vermont, red-necked, red, and Wilson's phalarope. Um, and they all have s- small bills, and two of them, they're very thin, almost needle-like bills. And they have the coolest feeding strategy, or, or they have several feeding strategies. But one thing they do is they'll spin around in circles in shallow water. So in a pond or um, out on the lake or in a marsh, they'll spin around in these very tight circles. It looks it's the oddest thing. And it creates this upwelling uh, and brings up insects, um, little little bugs, critters to the surface of the water where the phalarope will pick them up and eat them. Uh, again, it's just a fascinating bird. I love phalaropes. All right, we're talking about phalaropes, and the spelling on that, folks that are listening at home, is P-H-A-L-A-R-O-P-E, P-H-A-L-A-R-O-P-E. And you talked about the, uh, we've got the red-necked one in Vermont. Yep, that's maybe the most common one, although it's still, you know, a scarce bird in the state and migration. Uh, then Wilson's maybe is the next most common one. Um, and red phalarope, which is very scarce in migration in Vermont. All right. Talked about the red-necked phalarope. Now, does it have a really distinctive uh, red neck? In the breeding season, it does. Uh, this red down the um, side of the neck. This time of year, it's going to look mostly white underneath, um, kind of gray, streaky on the back, and this really dapper black mask through the eye, um, and a little grayish cap. Um, so the beautiful breeding plumage, you know, you could see in the spring if you saw one in Vermont, or maybe a bird that has a little late in its molting schedule. Um, but mostly you're going to see that on the nesting grounds. So you don't get to see that beautiful red neck so much this time of year. Um, and ditto with the red phalarope. Uh, they're completely red underneath. Uh, but again, this time of year, if you were to see one in Vermont, it might be, you know, just gray and white and black. Um, but it's still a cool bird, even though you don't get to see that beautiful splendid plumage. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Talk about the uh, phalaropes in Vermont. So, um, yeah, you're still at it, Chip. You've got some uh, some birding walks and some tours on deck. Yeah, yep. I'm still um, doing birding stuff for the North Branch Nature Center in Montpelier. 
And uh, we have a long tradition of Friday morning bird walks in the spring and the fall. So those are continuing in September. I'm leaving the first two uh, Friday morning walks at the Nature Center, 7.30 a.m. Um, I think first one September 2nd, the first Friday, and then the next one September 9th. And then I'm leading trips uh, far afield as well. Uh, got a trip coming up for the Nature Center to Plum Island. That one is that one's full, I believe. Um, and a trip to Plum Island in September as well. And we have a couple spaces left on that trip. So uh, if anyone's interested, you can go to the Nature Center's website, northbranchnaturecenter.org. So we got uh, Plum Island and Cape, you said? Cape May? Cape May, yeah. yeah. Um, one of my favorite birding areas. Uh, man, you can see hawks, shorebirds, warblers. It's just a migration mecca. All right. And if people want more information, they go to the uh, North Branch Nature Center website. Is that correct? You got it. All right. If you want to go birding with... Uh, trip in state uh, a couple times on friday mornings at uh, 7 30 right 7 30 and then 30 and then um if you want to uh, travel out of state on a nice birding trip a couple of them plan i guess the uh, plum island is full but cape may is still available right that's right yeah mm-hmm. and yep. we got some even further uh, further afield um leading a trip to costa rica and uh which is full and ecuador Wow. Um, early winter trip, uh, January, February, um, to the Andes and uh, subtropics of Ecuador. So, yeah, mm. a lot of exciting trips coming up. Good stuff. All right. We do have to fly out of here for this August weekend. Until next time, I'm Anson Tebbets. I'm Chip Darmstadt. For the birds. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birds he sing. Sweet, sweet, sweet. sweet.